Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Irene Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one of the true joys in life is sharing memorable stories with our middle grade grandchildren, especially those books that are both thought-provoking and a great read, and that's where today's guest comes in. Karina Ian Glasser is the New York Times best-selling author of both the Vanderbeeker series and a do for home. She was a former teacher as well as an employee of New York City's largest provider of transitional housing for homeless, and Karina is now also a contributing editor at Book Riot. But we are very lucky to have her join us today to share all about her just-released book, The Vanderbeekers Ever After. Boy, this is a heartwarming page-turner, and it marks the conclusion of the middle-grade series by featuring one of the greatest challenges this beloved family has had to face. We'll find out all about it because it is a great story about an amazing family. I can't wait to get started. So welcome, Karina. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, I want to start out by congratulating you on all of your success as a best-selling author. We had a chance to chat a little bit beforehand, but I'm thinking, you know, your books have been so well-received that it's got to be Exciting to know that, but also gratifying to know you touch so many lives. Yeah, well, you know, it's very interesting because at the beginning of my career, which was with the Vanderbeeker books, I, um, you know, had a lot of um, low expectations <laughs> for the books just because, you know, everyone says, like, don't really expect that much. And, um, you know, like, it's more of, like, you know, sticking with it. And so I really didn't expect it to do as well as it did. And um, it was very surprising to me. But also it was just so lovely to start hearing from readers that weren't, like, my immediate family after the book came out. I was just expecting, like, you know, like my in-laws to send me a note or something. But I was starting to get, you know, mail from, you know, complete strangers and um, teachers and families and grandparents and young people and it was just really lovely to hear that people were relating to the book and finding um, common traits with the different Vanderbeeker kids or the storyline so I'm feeling very grateful. Well, grateful, and I'm sure we are all grateful that, you know, you created such a wonderful series. But I must say, uh, again, my audience is older people, uh, and some of those grannies and grandpas out there may not be totally familiar with the Vanderbeeker series. So can we begin with just a bit of an overview of the family, where they live, and a little bit about some of the children or some, you know, some of the high points? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the Vanderbeeker family, it's a family of seven, so five kids and their parents, and a whole host of rescued animals, and they range in age in the first book from age four and three quarters to age 12, and then they slowly grow older over the course of the series. I didn't want to have um, huge jumps in their ages from the first book to the last book. So at the end, um, the final book, which is The Vanderbeekers Ever After, which publishes tomorrow, um, that one, um, there's only, you know, two and a half years that pass between the first book and that book. And um, the stories are set in Harlem, New York City. It's where I live and where I'm raising my own kids. And 
um, the family lives in a brownstone um, that has three units in it, and they take up the bottom two floors, and then they have neighbors on the second floor and the third floor. And where the Vanderbeekers live, they consider the ground floor, the garden floor, and then the first floor. Um, so that's why it seems like my math is always off. It really is the ground floor, and then the first floor, <laughs> and then the second and third floor. Um, but um, they're family stories. So, um, you know, I get a lot of notes from grandparents, and I just love them because, you know, um, when grandparents write to me to say that they're reading these books with their grandkids, it really tells me that they're um, really connected to their family and really connected to sharing something with their grandkids. And um, it's just really lovely. And, it, you know, one story um, that I think about is during the pandemic, I had a lot of grandparents write to me and say that, you know, their, um, you know, their daily reading schedule with their grandkids was, was disrupted because of isolation or keeping social distance, oh, yeah. but that they were, like, continuing it over Zoom or FaceTime and, like, reading these books out loud like over um, video chat. And it was just so beautiful that, you know, there was that connection still with their grandkids. And anyways, I appreciate grandparents so much. Um, my kids have great grandparents, and it's just such a joy and, like, privilege to watch that relationship grow. Oh, Karina, now you're making me cry. <laughs> That's oh. <laughs> but Speaking of crying, I mean, this series is so beloved, and uh, this is the final in the, the you know book in the series. But it must have been a difficult decision to you know kind of close. You know, even though the Vanderbeekers will last ever after, as we know, and from the title, that must have been kind of tough to think. Well, I'm going to close out this series. It was difficult. Um, I mean, it was and it wasn't because originally I thought that the book series would be four books total. Um, I thought that because I was thinking of the Vanderbeekers of of each book going through each of the four seasons, and I, you know, I thought I was being so smart, like <laughs> the four seasons <laughs> it could be a box set. Um, but then the publisher asked for a fifth book, and then it sort of threw off my whole plan for the book series and I, I really got stuck and I couldn't really feel like I was doing justice to the books if I finished at five because the first four books sort of have their own like larger plot line that ends with four and I didn't want to just tack on a fifth book without growing another like longer plot line so then I had to go back to the publisher and ask if they would buy uh, two more books after you know sort of arguing with them about the fifth one and so that made it seven and that really gave me the space to sort of explore this other plot line that sort of begins in book one and um yeah i mean i think writing a series is difficult because every book has to have its own story arc but then the series as a whole um best series out there um they have a story arc that starts with book one and ends with the last book so all of them are connected in some way, and I think that's what made the final book so difficult to write because it wasn't just, you know, its own storyline that was just a solitary story. It was something part of the larger series, and I wanted to make sure I did justice to the family and then also to the readers um, because I think it's so disappointing when you are really invested in a series and you can't wait for the last one to come out or, uh, you know, like... To, to find out what happens in the end, and then it's like sort of a dud. 
So I definitely wanted to be really careful with the last one and make sure that I was doing everything I could to honor the readers and then honor the story that started with the first book. Oh, my gosh, Karina. Well, de- it was definitely not a dud, I will tell you. <laughs> no, it was. And I don't want to give anything away or any of the plot line away, but, it, it, it you know, there's, a, there's a, a big thing. I don't know how to say it without giving things away, but the family deals with uh-huh. a, a big, I don't know, crisis or whatever. But it, it, so it, it's, like I say, far from a dud, and I think you really closed it out in a really beautiful way. Thank you so much. Well, I, I unfortunately our time is flying by. We had ten minutes, but we, I feel like it's just glowing so fast. But I do want to go again. The, the book and the series is absolutely delightful. But you do uh, you've got a wonderful website. You do a number of author visits each year. So I was wondering, can you tell us a little bit about that so our listeners can make sure they can take advantage of your generosity with these author visits? Sure. So I have a lot of information on my website, which is just my first and my last name. So it's spelled K-A-R-I-N-A-G-L-A-S-E-R.com. And I do do a lot of uh, school visits. It's really like a big um, spot of sunshine in my day when I have a school visit because it's always so nice to connect with readers and to hear what they think about the books or hear what they think about books in general. So a lot of my information is on there. I'm actually leaving for a book tour um, this afternoon, and I get to visit a whole bunch of schools all across the country. And it's just such a fun thing. And to also, like, support librarians and teachers and their work and get kids excited about reading, especially in the beginning of the school year, um, it's just a real, real privilege. Well, Karina, well, that's exciting. And then on your website, I found out Amy Poehler's production company options the Vanderbeeker series. So you have lots of exciting things in your future. Yes, yeah. Amy Poehler is so wonderful. She ended up finding the Vanderbeekers at 141st Street at her school book fair and read it out loud to her kids and then called um, – my film agent to ask about optioning the book and it's been yeah it's really exciting and hopefully it like goes through the whole process you know a lot of times these things can fall through with funding or a writer strike or you know all the things that happen in Hollywood so I'm crossing my fingers that something good comes out of it. I'm crossing my fingers for you, too, Karina. This has been such a delight to get to interview you, and I'm sorry the time flew by so quickly, but I want to thank you. I sharing your wonderful creativity, you know, and then you also, you know, there's a lot of diversity in the book. It's a delightful story. It's heartwarming, and I think you should be very, very happy with all your success. Thank you so much, Eileen. That means a lot to me, and I'm really appreciative of you having me on your show. This is really a joy. Well, and for all you listeners out there, make sure to check out each of Karina's books and her website. Again, it's KarinaGlasser.com. It's going to give your grandchildren and you, too, uh, lots of hours of reading pleasure and lots of food for thought and lots of opportunities to maybe even get to meet the delightful Karina in person. (laughs) So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.